welcome to Out of Tim, a time travel podcast with your hosts, Tim Fulton and William Mount. We're back. We're here today. And I think probably, I don't know at this point, this is probably going to be a two episode run. Just this conversation about. It's a big one. Back to the Future Part 2. Yeah. Uh, Back to the Future Part 2. Let me just scan Wikipedia here. (laughs) Released November 22nd, 1989. Although based in the years 1985, 2015, and 55. And 85A. Well, there's, yes. And then there's (laughs) 85A and 85B, which we'll get into. And that's what I'm going to need your help for here because... Funny enough, time travel does sort of like screw with my mind a little bit. And I'm like, which timeline? There's only two, right? Right. There's only two 1985s. Main path of what they went through and the alternate. All I have to do is imagine Doc at the blackboard explaining it. Right. And I totally get it. Surprised you'll have it on your wall, like in the background. Like I don't. (laughs) I don't. That's one piece of memorabilia I don't have. So back to the future part two. Picks up where Back to the Future Part 1 left off. Yes. We'll interject sort of like production notes and little stuff in here and discuss that. So uh, Dr. Emmett Brown returns from the future, uh, picks up Marty, Jennifer, and Einstein, flies off in the DeLorean. That whole scene is recreated with the brand new Jennifer, also known as Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> no, that, that I always, ever since cocktail, I've been calling her brand new Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, so they have to reshoot that whole scene. Uh, you and I, one other casting change that happened for this film, which you and I have discussed before. Yeah. Well, Let's go ahead and, well, let's get, I want to get into it a little bit later, but George McFly, the original from Back to the Future, meaning Crispin Glover, does appear in that scene. It's yeah. important to note. So uh, they get in the car. Doc says, it's your kids, Marty. There's got to be something done about your kids. <laughs> Funny enough, Biff sees the DeLorean flying off, yeah. creating a conflict yeah. uh, that will come up again later. Uh, the um, DeLorean at this point can run on trash. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, you're right. Mr. Fusion, <laughs> Mr. Fusion uh, has cha- uh, changed the game. It, that's on there. The license plate is now a barcode, yep. which is actually something I don't know why we haven't switched to yet Makes, either. Yeah, I know. You can't, it's harder to customize a barcode and make money off of it. Uh, I don't think it's that. I think it's so that because there's all those weird like privacy laws surrounding license plates, right? Yeah. Like you can't look up unless you hire like a private investigator, right. someone who is illegally accessing <laughs> the information. Uh, I think it's so that people can describe. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. hey, so-and-so disappeared, or so-and-so, right. you know, my car was stolen, yeah. and you too can look out for it. <laughs> um, so they go to the future. They go to October 21st, 2015. That is an important day because I have been obsessed with Back to the Future since... I mean, I remember being obsessed with it when I was a kid, and seeing it for the first time at my babysitter's house. But in my teenage years, I was like obsessed with it as yeah. well. So at some point, probably in my early to mid 20s, I learned that, because I just never noticed, that Doc, Marty, Jennifer, and Einstein travel forward to my 35th birthday. <laughs> it was awesome. What time did they get there? 
four, like four something. Yeah, so it's like seven something here. Do you remember what you were doing at that time? I remember noting it. Oh, okay, I remember because people because I threw a birthday party. Nice that night. My God bless the mother of my child. My daughter was a month old. Oh wow. Um, or yeah, six weeks old. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, threw a party at a bar, hired some cover bands. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. It was uh, dressed up like, you know, Marty. Uh, I think my doctor literally dressed up as the doc. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So uh, I was watching it at Marcus. <laughs> oh, cause it, yeah, it they, yeah, they weekend. replayed it. Yeah. Um, so they travel forward to October 21st, 2015. Um, they uh you know that is when they land the car uh you know you realize that uh all most other cars can fly at that point yeah but also uh that's when sort of the future predicting started because they're in the future right you know they land in an alleyway and there are just uh bundled up spindles of laser discs yeah <laughs> which didn't survive uh, didn't survive the early 90s let alone <laughs> no not at all i mean i re- i think i remember watching a laser disc at school yeah we had our health teacher had a, a big laser disc to teach us about sex ed y- oh <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. Uh, to ensure nobody would steal it <laughs> <laughs> well you couldn't get out with those yeah. fucking things i mean they were this yeah they're this literally the size of records uh, vinyl records. So they, the innovative thing about them at the time though, just for, you know, those folks that are listening that yeah. don't know what laser discs did is they were, you didn't have the ability to go sort of back and forth and like choose your own adventure on a data format at that point. Right. You could rewind and fast forward and there were some, cars that you could like hit forward track on an audio tape and it would look for the dead quiet yeah and stop and start playing again but i'm you know that didn't really work that right well. uh anyway so laser didn't survive because then dvds came along and also i if i recall correctly they were super expensive laser oh yeah, yeah. the yeah. players won and then the, yeah, the they, actual like media yeah super expensive so other aspects about the future Self-lacing shoes. uh, Auto-drying clothes. Auto-drying clothes. uh, Pants pockets being turned inside out, which was simply a fad at the time. Right. I I don't know if they... Well, they kind of called the shots to like old Criss Cross for wearing their clothes backwards. That was hot in the 90s. True. Dumb dumb clothing fads, I think, is probably more so what they were commenting on. Well, because what... (laughs) Yeah, what Doc said was, you know... Turn your pockets inside out. All, All the, the kids, kids in the yeah. future do this. Yeah. Um, and I don't, maybe that's a class issue. Maybe they were oh, trying yeah. to demonstrate that. Yeah. Because I don't remember money being exchanged in Back to the Future Part 2. I mean, he get, he opened up that briefcase or that, that uh, Nike bag. Oh, no, that had the clothes in it. But I thought he at one point had a, a briefcase filled he with. He had a briefcase filled with money. From different eras. That, yes, but that was in Back to the Future Part 1. Oh, okay. Where he opens up that briefcase. Uh, okay. And Marty, like, like if any 17-year-old is like, look at all the money. Um, 
But yeah, I don't I don't even remember when he bought spoiler. Yeah. When he buys the almanac. Oh, because like, it's through your thumb credits. That's, that's what it is. right. That's how they exchange money, which that, is actually closer nowadays than what you would think. Yes. Good pretty that yeah. I didn't think of that either. Yeah. Right. Because also the uh spoiler the taxi cab later on yeah. that's how old biff pays for the cab yep gotcha okay so sorry there is money yeah uh doc when they're still in that alley when they just arrive in the future says i want you to go across the street to the cafe 80s buy a pepsi here's a 50 yeah inferring that you know predicting inflation to go way up <laughs> what's interesting is a car later on is advertised uh and it only costs like forty thousand dollars <laughs> like a nice car with right. a hover con- sorry maybe it was the hover conversion was forty thousand. i bet you that's what it was not the actual car yeah. yes goldie wilson yeah. the third the third advertising those things i'm just going all <laughs> over the map if you've never seen this film i apologize uh there was a prediction about the cubs winning the series in 2015 correct which uh almost happened in real life uh they had made the playoffs that year it was the yes. first time they'd actually ever made the playoffs in a long time i think since like the early aughts yeah they didn't win until the following year yeah and then yeah and then 2016 they won it yeah so close. so they're there to solve a problem. They're there in 2015 to solve a problem. Uh, uh, Doc basically doesn't tell. Basically says, "Look, your kid's gonna go on this heist, and he's gonna go to jail. Uh, he's gonna be immediately sentenced to jail because they've abolished all lawyers in the future." Um, so the goal is to have Marty replace his son, Marty Jr. Yeah, at the 80s cafe. Here's where. I think some of the genius of this film starts. I think they do. We've only really, other than the thumb thing, we've like every other sort of future prediction is sort of like, uh, but it doesn't matter. It's like a novel. You don't make a film for, at least you don't tend to. For accuracy in the future. Right. Make a film. Well, especially a film like this. Yeah. Um, And I was reading earlier they the set designers had no like information about what they wanted the future to look like they just knew hey make it a positive representation of the future don't make it <laughs> negative um so that's where things like the laser discs right. come from is like the set designers basically goes into the 80s cafe the 80s i think one of the the I'm not going to call it genius, but one of the great things about this film is how self-referential it understood 1985 was going to be. Yeah. While it was made four years later, so that's fair. So, you know, Reagan wasn't president anymore, um, but a lot of the, um, you know, I don't think we can look four years back and be like, this is what defined that time. Right. You need a little yeah. bit more time to do that. Yeah. Um, references to Reagan, all of, you know, you order from television sets, which is a, you know, that's what I do at McDonald's. Right. Um, that uh, all are, who's the guy from, it wasn't a television show, but the, the computer generated human Max Headroom. Oh Yeah. Yep. All of them are sort of like Max Headroom-esque. Yeah. Uh, 
interacting with folks. You just order things. They pop up from a uh, from the counter, so there's no people working. And then, this is still all exposition of yeah. the 80s cafe when he first walks in. He turns and looks. Marty turns and looks, and it's his childhood, one of his favorite video games. Wild to play. Gunman. Wild Gunman. Who happens to be playing Wild Gunman? Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. <laughs> first ever role. Elijah Wood's first role. Elijah Wood, you will know him from uh, later on the film's North. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's jump right to North, The Good Son. Let's just go over the good his son. Early, early work. Uh, and uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, also that one. Also that one. <laughs> and The uh, Faculty. Let's not leave out The Faculty if we're just going to talk about oh, yeah. Elijah Wood's great roles. Yeah, Elijah Wood. He, I mean, he was because you're slightly younger than I am. Mm-hmm. Like the Good Son and North. I mean, I was a little old for North to like want to see. Right. It. I think everybody was. It. It was one of those. <laughs> he was one of those. Like, yeah. uh, that's not going to be good. Yeah. Um. Uh. He was like a kid my age. Yeah. You know. Yep. So it was like. Similar to Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Yep. So um, so then, uh, you know, Biff comes in, tries to get uh, Marty, Ju- sorry, Marty Jr. shows up accidentally yeah. because apparently, and I don't think this is ever explained, Doc just didn't do his job by distracting or oh, yeah. preventing Marty Jr. No, from he, coming in. No, he didn't hit him with long enough dose of the knockout stuff. So oh, same yeah. thing he hits Jennifer with. Well, he used it on Jennifer. Didn't have enough in it, it left wasn't to charged. take out. Yeah, didn't have it long en- enough in there to take out Marty That's for the right. full length. That's right. Uh, and so he explains to, or excuse me, uh, Marty Jr. shows up. Marty has to hide. Marty Jr. starts getting assaulted by you know people who are accusing him of not having a scrote. Right. Uh, throw him behind the bar. <laughs> He, you know, Marty keeps Marty, Marty keeps his future son uh, out of harm's way, pops back up uh, and refuses to go on this heist. And then they, you know, get in a fight and we reenact the skateboard scene from Back to the Future Part yep. One. And it's but futuristic, ho- but futuristic because <laughs> it's a hoverboard rather than a skateboard. Yeah. Um, which is funny because it's like Back to the Future Part One. You are creating a new thing with a skateboard, yeah. And he is literally just like, "Oh, I don't know what I'm going on. What's going on? It's <laughs> right. it's the future." Um, uh, there's not a manure accident then, right? No, because they he goes over the How water. The, oh, that's right. He got no power. <laughs> so then. Oh, and can we note who is playing one of the henchmen? Uh, Billy Zane. Billy Zane Billy is Zane, indeed yeah. one of the henchmen yeah. there. So, <laughs> Titanic uh, fans will note Billy Zane or the Phantom and fans. the Phantom and the Phantom. <laughs> yes, uh, and that one episode of Community. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, it says six seasons. The one they did on Yahoo. Gotcha. Sorry to keep noting Community. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We'll get to the darkest <laughs> timeline soon enough. So Marty foil basically foils the plot simply by getting away yeah. by jumping off of his hoverboard. Yeah. This is where we find out about auto drying clothes. Yeah. So, uh, 
Marty escapes them by going over this small lake, which doesn't exist in right. 1985. It's a man-made lake. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to be nature-made that small. Um, uh, Marty realizes these hoverboards don't work on water. Billy, unless you have power. Unless you... <laughs> power! Power! <clears throat> and uh, Marty jumps off of it in order to avoid them uh, from hitting him with a bat. And they then crash into the courthouse. They are arrested. The future has changed. Right. Let's go back to 1985. So what what was it that they wanted to do? Sorry, what was... What did they want Marty's son to do? They wanted him to go on some illicit heist. Okay. Yeah. And then he was going to get busted. And then... He was going to get busted. He was very quickly going to be prosecuted. His sister was going to try to break him out of jail. Correct. His sister was going to try and break him out of jail. She then gets sentenced to 20 years. It destroys his whole family. Right. Funny enough, (laughs) it seems as though, as you'll find out soon the whole future is going to get destroyed anyway. Yes. Or just isn't in a good spot. Right. Just in general. Yeah. Doc and Marty high-five each other. <laughs> Somehow, Marty gets some extra time to go to the antique store yeah. and purchase a sports almanac. Yep. Uh, purchases the sports almanac. Doc Im- almost immediately is like, hey, man, what are you doing? <laughs> I didn't build a time machine for betting right. or for getting for rid- monetary gain for monetary gain. <laughs> and so he throws it in the trash. Here is where old Biff comes in again. This is where we would drop our music to say, uh, no, the timeline okay. hasn't changed All right. yet. All right. Old Biff says something. Well, that was during the, the race around the lake. Something about this feels very familiar. That was his little nod to yes. everything that happened in the 50s. Um, and then he's the one that picks up the almanac because he realizes the, the DeLorean. That's right. He remembers the DeLorean from leaving Marty's driveway. Correct. And that's how. When he yeah. also sort of is hiding around the corner when Doc is lecturing Marty about the sports almanac. Right. And says, like in a Shakespearean way, soliloquies himself and says, so the doc built a time machine (laughs) and immediately hatches this plot to go back. It's inferred later that Biff just happened to go back to the same time. I've got to imagine, well, there's only three time circuits that it's got some memory capacity to go to different times. Like doc, uh, predicts that there's some that 1950 november 5th 1955 is some like special time right even though nobody travels to november 5th they just travel out of it <laughs> any wait no, no it is november 5th it's november yeah. 12th, 12th is the date of the yeah. is the date of the the clock tower yeah getting struck by lightning you're right um but the whole reason they're thrown off track is because jennifer gets found by the cops right correct during the whole mess Correct. During the whole chase scene, uh, Jennifer, who has been knocked out because she was just like a woman asking too many questions. (laughs) Yeah, that was the thing. I would like to point out right here, right immediately. I say that in jest because that's fucked up. Right. Like, you can't possibly handle Why would he... First off, he brought her... (laughs) Let's tear the scene down a little bit. Good point. He, He brought her with him. 
He, kno- he he knowingly let her know about the future, which is one big thing he says not to do. He then showed, and the time machine and the time machine. He got her in the time. Well, machine. Well, he expressly <laughs> says, "Come on, Jennifer, right. this concerns you too, because yeah, it's your kids." Like now, come on, okay. And now you're saying all of a sudden she can't handle it, right? So I'm just going to knock you out with just this. because she gets excited, right. about seeing with the this future. Spray Ridlin or whatever spray. No, it's roof. like a light thing. Yeah. Oh, is it? It's very similar oh, okay. to like. It's not not flashy like it, but like okay. what you see in like Men in Black. Oh, okay. Okay. It's so like, this it's got two nodes on the end of this it. This light roofie. I'm gonna knock you out with it. Light roofie. <laughs> and then L I G H T. Yeah. <laughs> not Miller light roofie. Yikes! Yeah, that's that's bad news bears. Like just for him to be like, oh, I've made a mistake bringing you here. You can't cut it. Absolutely. Other than taking the extra two seconds to be like. Yo, you, chill. You need to calm down. <laughs> yeah, this is important. Well, and also the fact that he's super rushed getting through it, that it's like... You could have gave yourself 10 extra minutes, bud. <laughs> exactly. You have a time machine. Marty figured this out at the end of yeah. Back to the Future 1. I can just go back earlier. I have a time machine. And how you keep thinking everything needs to be done precisely the moment... It, just give yourself a couple extra minutes. Right. Safety minutes. Take a little extra time. Yeah. So... <laughs> Jennifer doesn't wake up, but is discovered by the police. Yeah, and lady cops. A yeah, attractive lady cops. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're not sexualized though, right? No. They're just lady cops. Just lady cops. Okay, you just yeah. You I was just a, pointing out. Hey, you have a thing for lady cops. Well, I'm just. I was just pointing out that they've at least you know. Although it's a progressive future, yeah, they live although in. Although they freak out about women not being able to handle things. Well, that's cops. Doc. Doc's a man. Yeah, Doc's that's a true. man from the old from the fifties. Yeah, that's he's true. like your grandpa. <laughs> so, uh, oh, something we should point out that always bothered me about the film is that so they had Christopher Lloyd was not a very old man, but he had like this crazy white hair. Yeah, when he was cast in the first film, so they had him wear prosthetics. And then for the second film, because he didn't, my understanding is he didn't want to wear prosthetics. So at the very beginning, when he they get to 2015, all of a sudden he starts like pulling off yeah. this mask. The rejuvenating this thing? Reju- he was like, I got some rejuvenating medical treatment, but I didn't want you not to recognize right. me. So I wore <laughs> prosthetics for you. Yeah. And... There are some things that now in HD I can see yeah. that I couldn't see before because I'd never seen the film on the big screen until like probably 98, 97. Like a re-release? Like a re-release. But it wasn't until home Blu-ray yeah. that I saw like it truly in HD and I was like, well, those pants are totally different than I thought they were. <laughs> anyway, even in HD, there is no discernible difference of Doc from wearing the prosthetic and not wearing the prosthetic. Yeah, I know. Agree it's, or disagree? Um, I'm it's from memory serves agree because you don't really notice it until he starts peeling it off that there was something. Well, and there is like some weird neck. Yeah, you stuff see that. going. Yeah, but that's just that's the a thing poor makeup job. Yeah. yeah, like that's not any. It, it's just this weird point in the film that I'm like, there was no reason to do that. Right. Just 
don't you, you could recast, have never brought it up. You recast Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. But somehow Doc looks younger and everybody's gonna freak out. Right. Anyway. So the police, by virtue of was it a retinal scan? Yeah. By virtue of a retinal scan, identify her as Jennifer Jennifer now McFly. McFly yeah. And so take her to her future home. Uh, of course, noting, oh gosh, she looks quite young for how yeah. old it, this right. this identification says she is. Take her to her home, lay her down on the couch. She wakes up. That would have been another good point for them to talk about the rejuvenation thing. <laughs> yes, still like validating, yeah. validating doc. <laughs> there are so many, and I don't. I haven't dug into it this much. Someday I will. Of like so many little things that it's like. That must be a reference to something else. Yeah. There's no way he does that animated of a gesture for no reason. Right. That like it. That must be a reference to because they cut out a whole bunch of stuff about the original mayor. I think. Uh-huh. Red. Yeah. Um. Because Red appears multiple times, and you're just like, if you're not following super super closely, you're like, who is that? Why is there a homeless man there? Right. So then. You know, Doc and Marty actually see the police come and take them away, yeah. realize where she, they're going, so they go to get her. There's a whole bunch of fun with uh, Michael J. Fox playing both his old self. He also plays his daughter. He also Does play- he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. It's, he's, he uses a falsetto voice. <laughs> okay. But he comes... Well, and it's weird, too. Like, I don't, this isn't a... Ref, I don't think it's a reference to something else, but it's sort of like, why are you overplaying this so much? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, like, young girl comes down the stairs, bangs, and, like, leans over the ba- banister, and is like, Mom, is that you? <laughs> and it's just like, ha, ha, it's Michael J. Fox would, dressed up as a girl. What? Why would they do this? Is this like, yo, Eddie Murphy's doing these movies where he's playing multiple multiple characters. We would like you to do something like I that. I think it's like, this is such a bit part. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Ju- and it okay. is your kin. kin. Yeah. Is your daughter going to look like you, you think? I don't think I could play her in a movie. <laughs> Not yet. Not with that attitude. So, yeah. Then we're exposed to more future stuff uh we're exposed to six screens on a tv six screens on a tv kid you know coming in also i think the thing that they most accurately predicted is sort of voice response yeah is you know walk in you don't need a remote control and you say hey tv turn on do these turn on these eight channels um future lorraine who is now grandma lorraine right uh quote unquote hydrates the pizza yeah uh by voice control there's a drop down hydro garden which there weren't really hydroponics back then right Mm, no i don't think so i mean there may have been to an extent just for probably weed purposes still but (laughs) right so there's a hydroponic garden just above their table that just retracts into the ceiling yeah um and also VR glasses yeah. that uh, you used to answer the phone, you used to not pay attention to people. That is 
more it true now than ever. Well, but it was, I think it was much more predicting like Google Glass yeah. than it was predicting like VR. Oculus the, Mobile, whatever it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I haven't, I don't know what that is. There's like a whole, there's like Oculus Rift, but you don't need to hook it up to a computer. It's just all right there. They're like $200 or something like that. Can you see through them though? No. It's okay. just a headset VR that's wireless. Gotcha. So, so yeah, they did a lot of good predicting of things. The one thing that comes up later on, which is a very minor plot point, but the overuse of fax machines for yeah, some reason. A lot of paper in their future, which isn't really. A lot of paper and not a lot of laser discs. Yeah. <laughs> things that, while we still need, you know, paper. I, I was at least happy their TV got flatter. No, more. Yeah, but it's very obviously a projection screen. That's true. Yeah, and they didn't right. try for yeah. any, but I imagine that would have cost a little extra That's money. True. Yeah. Uh, one thing that we haven't truly integrated is fake windows. Yeah, that's true. Uh, just screens over our windows. Yeah. I don't think I'd want that. The simulation of. If I thought it was real. Maybe. So then within the plot. Uh, there is some amount of quick inter. There basically a whole bunch of exposition, exposition of the future's not so great for the McFly family. No. Um, Marty still has a problem with people calling him chicken. Yeah, um, let it go, bud. <laughs> yeah, so dude. many problems in these in these movies would have been solved if he was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> like who cares? Right. Absolutely, his ego was the in, was the his worst enemy. I think actually that <laughs> is the plot of all three films. Yeah, is him getting over him, these little things. Yeah. So they basically just do a bunch of this is what the future looks like for the McFly family, and then Jennifer, old Jennifer, and nineteen eighty five Jennifer happen to run into each other. They both faint. Yeah, uh, comically. She does see, we should probably note this because it comes up later in part three. Uh, she does see that um, when Marty gets fired for uh, illicit oh, his facts. activity. Yeah, the facts. She's when hiding she, in the closet when he gets fired. There's also from a fact machine in there. Uh, when, she, when he gets fired, it's because he tried to do a deal with um, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What's his name in the show? Needles. Needles. In the film. He tries to do a deal with Needles. He gets busted for it, then fired. Um, Needles Because did, he was being monitored. Right. Um, Needles is the reason she finds out that he was in an accident and hurt his, uh, messed up his wrist, which is why he can't play guitar right, anymore. Right, there's a reference to a car yeah. accident that happens. Yeah. We can just talk about it now. Because uh, at the end of Back to the Future Part 3, yeah. they are driving, again, the brand new truck. Yeah. So they're still in that timeline. We've line. picked up right at the end of the first movie. At that picked point. up right at the end of the first movie. Um, she is convinced that this future travel was all a dream. Yeah. Or rather, Marty lets her believe that. Yeah. And they're out tooling around and then flee along with some other guys who look like they can be in red hot chili peppers <laughs> drive up next to him and want to get in a, a drag race, yep. threaten to call him chicken. Yeah. And he's like, he tricks him. Yeah. He thinks he's going to do it. Right. Uh, when he says something along, I'm sorry, I haven't rewatched three today. It's all right. Uh, but they, you know, says something along the lines of, you think I'm dumb enough to get in a race you, with those assholes? Yeah. You think I'm right. going to race that asshole? Right. Uh, 
it's it's of note that she didn't have to tell him about not doing it. She remembered that it happened because to her at this point it's still it was a dream or whatever. He was better. He was he was better because like at that point in time he you know what that, you know what they call that they call that a hero's journey. Oh, nice. A journey in which you experience trying things and then in the end do the right thing. Yeah. By virtue of the trials and tribulations that you've been through. There we go. And that's the scene where you know, hey, they're going to be all right. Yes. It's not going to be. I do not think that Marty McFly is a tragic hero. Not at all. <laughs> Quite the opposite. A hero nonetheless. Like he Angsty responds. teen boy. Yes. At Horny teen boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. At some point, you know, he is not portrayed as being like a bad dude. No. Other, He does try to cop a feel at the very beginning of the he, first film. He does. And also late to school a lot, apparently. <laughs> yeah. All these detentions. But... Uh, Oddly, in this, in Back to the Future Part 2, Doc references his kids. He says, and then your daughter goes to try and bring yeah. them out. His response is not, oh my God, this ter- that's terrible. His response is, I have a daughter? <laughs> what a terrible thing. <laughs> yeah, just little weird idiosyncrasies that it's like, yeah, you should still think of him as a bad boy. Right. Because when a guy says, I have a daughter, it means I fuck a lot. (laughs) It's just like, yeah. I wonder how Eric Stoltz would have read that line. Oh my God. How much did we go into Eric Stoltz last Uh, time? A bit. Not, I guess not a whole lot. We should have an entire episode what that if, explores eric? eric stoltz because the 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 biggest thing about why eric stoltz did not carry through he's a fantastic actor oh yeah is he took it way too seriously yeah. and there is no way he would be i would love for us to just interpret two and three with eric stoltz still in it just oh like <laughs> how he would have taken it at that point he he would have probably requested and did, hey i want to talk about the fact that i have a daughter now yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is heavy yeah yeah, totally different yeah i imagine that's what i've never actually seen the room oh but i imagine it's not that badly written it's just people trying to be so serious about it so uh happening this whole time while they've been rescuing jennifer uh is that Biff, 2015 Biff, timeline A, 2015, (laughs) Biff has stolen the DeLorean, has gone back to 1955. Yes. As a result, I believe, of simply the time circuits saying, would you like to go here? (laughs) He remembers that as a fond time, I guess. Right. Stolen the DeLorean. We don't know what he's done. Right. We just know he had the sports almanac. And that he got in the DeLorean. Yes. And we see uh, him get out of the car. Here's the first biggest problem I have with this film. I don't mind you, you know, predicting laser discs going far into the future. Not your fault. But uh, Biff gets out of the car and all of a sudden has a heart attack. Right. And then... And that heart attack, actually, I rewatched it today. That heart attack actually continues just a little bit. Yeah. There's a whole nother... Doc is lecturing Marty about, like, he's got to destroy the time machine now. 
because seemingly just because Marty had a bad idea of yeah. what to do with it. Right. Like it basically, this is just too fucking risky. Yeah. First of all, you're the one that brought Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. He's a kid. Yeah. And he wanted to buy a sports almanac. <laughs> that makes sense. For 15 years of information. It's not like, you know what I mean? He wasn't using the whole 50. It was 15 well, years. We're about to see what 15 right. years of information could do. <laughs> another, well, another um, thing to note is that Biff also coming back, even though he shouldn't have in this timeline, uh, landed oh, I didn't. two seconds before they were getting, you know what I mean? Like, could have given himself some more time right when he took off. But yeah, I still, don't know if he knew how to, like, I think he literally probably, I mean, it certainly wasn't real time. Right. Uh, but he literally just went, theoretically went back to right when he, I bet Doc's got some setting on there. No, I mean, I, well, I mean, and when he landed, like back to return at the DeLorean, he did it just in the nick of time before. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so. Right. True. Convenient. Convenient. <laughs> Very convenient. Yeah. So they, this heart, so the point about the heart attack, the criticism I have is every other point in the film. There's been a picture that's changed in yeah. order to fix the timeline. There's yeah. been a um, shit. Marty, even with that terrible <laughs> visual effect, hand. his hand goes up in front of him when he's playing guitar, and it's, he starts to right. disappear. Why couldn't why couldn't Biff, Biff disappear? disappear? Yeah, that seems like what should have happened. That would have been fucking metal if he got out of that car and as soon as he opened it up, because you know at that point he's accepting that timeline or whatever. Right then. He just opens the door and you just see him like disintegrate or something like that, like Avenger style. Like, <laughs> yes, that is what should have happened. But you're also right. I hadn't thought about it till this moment. Technically, he shouldn't have traveled forward to that. Should have never got back to 2015A or no Prime. We'll call it Prime. The 2015 main. Prime. Right. So he should have been in 2015 alternate. So here's where time travel messes with you. This is our music. What should... Let's say it was truer to the... What happens in time travel. Theoretically, that would have been the end of the film. Yeah. Right? They go to the front of the line estates. And they're like shit where's the delorean we stole the delorean and that's it right it's <laughs> and that's it well no because they have doc yeah he doc yeah he invented the flux doc can make a new could do it flux again, yeah. capacitor he could do it out of the refrigerator right. that was originally written into the script <laughs> oh really yeah originally the in the first script the original one of the original iterations um the time machine was a refrigerator. So you got in it like primer like where you hang out in it and then you're in a different. Yes. Okay. And then you got out of it. Huh. But one, it couldn't travel. So that sucked. It couldn't I, move. I rue the day when we finally have to talk about primer, but it's, it's happening. I'm not, I've, <laughs> I don't believe I've seen it, but oof. It's good, but it's it's logically, it's tough it's, to get through. <laughs> Hold on. How did that happen <laughs> yeah. now? So, uh, one, it didn't move, so that was sort of like, that's no fun. Right. Two, uh, they were worried about kids getting into it. Mm. 
or kids like playing yeah. in refrigerators. Like Makes that's sense. hey, this is irresponsible. Like we're gonna suffocate. He kids. just ruined our dinner tonight, son. <laughs> no, and I'm sorry. What I mean is kids going down to like or kids finding an abandoned oh, okay. refrigerator in the alley <laughs> and suffocating and dying. I got you. So yeah, good for them. Yeah, that's smart. That they changed Forward it to thinking. a DeLorean. That they got right about the future. <laughs> morally responsible <laughs> so doc continues to lecture marty uh biff dies with a heart attack i assume caused by time travel or timelines something about the the universe saying he doesn't belong here i think is what did it causes heart attacks yeah hey man they still don't know exactly hey your your <laughs> your dad died of a heart attack well he maybe doesn't belong here yeah. <laughs> terrible uh so they doc marty and jennifer and einstein travel back to 1985 they've solved solved everything doc goes back to his lab in order to destroy the delorean they drop jennifer off on her on her porch porch in the swing after having passed out yeah um marty tries to go home and it's now a home occupied by not his family we are in a brand new timeline. Things have changed. A man with a baseball bat tries to assault Marty, saying things like, I'm going to get you, sucker," Which is a very, in hindsight, racist portrayal of the family that was living there at the time. It's also, yeah, it's, and that's the neighborhood that's like not a great part of town now. It's yeah. very not great looking for what they were <laughs> trying to go for well if you're trying to quickly convey to a 1989 white audience what a bad neighborhood looks like yeah yeah, it's fucked up yeah yeah come on Zemeckis well I will give him credit though that you know uh, Goldie I was trying gonna try and give him credit for Goldie Wilson but now I realize it was a really (laughs) fucking racist portrayal as well so here we've gotten through the exposition in my mind of Back to the Future Part Two. And let's go ahead and let's we're gonna take a break, a little breather, and uh we'll be back next week. Um where can people get a hold of us? Oh, we can be gotten a hold of uh please send us some feedback on our interpretation of yeah. Back to the Future Part Two or the other episodes that you've heard at info at outatim.com. Don't be afraid to send us stuff that you might be interested in us like covering that we might not know about time travel wise. That'd be fun. We'll review it for you. Yeah. Assess it. <laughs> Eventually we'll start coming up with uh different, you know, here's the classic methodology of this time travel. Here's yeah. here's how this goes. Here's how they followed the formula. Yeah. So uh But yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Insta, sorta. Uh It's on there. Oh, okay, I just got to make a new image every single time. All right. All right. Uh, We'll see you next week with Back to the Future Part 2. Two. Two, yes. Out of Tim is a Loud Cat podcast production. Find us online at outoftim.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast. Thanks for listening. Loud Cat. Welcome to the promo for Sitting with Cy. I'm your host, William Mount. Joining me today, special guest, Cy Kincaid. Hey, that's me. I'm Cy of Sitting with Cy. Hey, we're a podcast where people send in topics, and then we discuss it. And people really like the episodes where our wives are on it. But they're not here right now for this promo. 
But please, listen in. We do episodes about, like, pizza and uh, comedies. Movies, and TV, movies. life. A lot of pop love. culture stuff. And uh, current events. We've done some of those. People really seem to like us uh, complain about things. Uh, find us on iTunes and other places. Uh, search for Sitting With Sai. Yeah, on Facebook, too. Sitting With Sai. Sitting With Sai.